Let me ask you a question. What does it take to unlock potential, to discover what's truly possible in business, to create a new normal? It takes one thing, a leader who raises the bar, who sets bigger goals and higher standards for your business, your team, and most importantly, yourself. I'm your host, Katherine Binkley. I've scaled businesses for over 17 years, and I've helped my clients make millions of dollars without sacrificing their freedom by building and leading high-performing teams. Together, we're going to explore what it takes to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business. This is The Elevate Effect. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to take you behind the scenes and share three seven-figure moves I'm making in my business as I set my business up to scale even further. So move number one is hiring a second-in-command. I have been that COO. I've been the integrator for so many other businesses, and operations is a strength of mine. So it's a role that I have held on to maybe longer than I would typically recommend for a client because it is a natural strength of mine. But if I'm going to shift fully into the CEO role in my business, that meant I couldn't keep doing both roles. I considered this question before making this decision, and I encourage you to think about this question as well. If another CEO were to come into your business, what step would they take immediately? For me, the first thing that came to my mind was hiring an integrator because they would see that the CEO is trying to do both roles. So that's exactly what I've done. I now have someone managing operations, in other words, all of the day-to-day management, so I can focus on my role as CEO. Okay, move number two is team development. Now, I've had a team for many years, but this year I really started to invest in building and developing an all-in team. I've always had a handful of team members focused on their specific strengths and roles, but now I'm focusing on getting team members on board who want to grow with us long-term as we scale the business. Rather than delegating tasks, I've been dedicated to training and developing my team members so that they can fully own results. And I've been committed to developing our company culture so that we're working more collaboratively. So what that means is more hiring and training this year and getting the team ready to scale. And I know that, like, here's the thing I've been thinking about. I know that with the experience that I have leading and managing businesses, whether multiple six figures, multiple seven figures, and even consulting with those well past eight and nine figures, I personally have experience well beyond what I'm able to do inside of my business right now. And it's really taken a lot of throttling back, a lot of patience for me in this season because it can't just be about me creating results. Yes, I can create results myself. Yes, I could probably scale faster trying to do it all alone, but that's not sustainable. It's not sustainable for me to do it myself, and it's eventually going to limit me. I will come up against a place where I become the bottleneck if I don't continue to build a team to delegate to. So my focus has to be on developing a team that can create results a team that understands all of the little parts and pieces of this business that make it run so that results aren't dependent on me. That's what I've been working on, and I'm going to continue to work on that in this season. I need team members who can drive 
their areas of business forward and truly own their roles to free me up because it's not sustainable for me to keep my hands and all of it while trying to scale. That's probably true for you as well. If you want to scale beyond a couple hundred thousand dollars, beyond even three, four, 500K, you won't be able to do it all. Many of you need help well beyond the numbers that I just mentioned, but you're going to hit a cap at some point where you just can't do it all, okay? So that's been a major focus. And it's even ended up impacting our revenue goals because I could drive more revenue myself in the short term, but rather than setting goals as high as I could, it's actually been better to set a goal that's achievable for the team as they are growing and learning and taking over responsibilities, okay? So that's meant this year is very much an operations-focused year. It's what I might call a maintenance year in the sense of we're maintaining and not going after some major scaling, okay? The third is refining my positioning. Over the years, I've continued to narrow my focus and get more and more specific about who I serve, what sets me apart, and what I want to be known for. I've made some shifts, but the work is not even near done. There are some bigger shifts coming. As I get out of the day-to-day operations more and more, my vision is becoming bigger and clearer. And rather than focusing on differentiating myself from other people, I'm beginning to have ideas so big that I know that they can completely revolutionize the coaching industry. So the changes that I see for my business and how we're going to serve clients aren't changes that are going to happen overnight, but they are changes that are coming. It is okay that we're going to take our time and refine over time. I'm going to keep looking ahead, casting vision and evolving. And while I can't share all of the details yet about what's to come, what I really want you to take away from this is that While my second in command and my team are focused on shorter term goals, medium term goals, I am focused on the horizon. I'm looking years down the road and making sure that all of the work that we're doing is pointing in that direction, that we are on the right track. Okay. So, with that, we just went through a few of the seven figure CEO moves that I've made bringing on a second in command, devoting this year to team development and operations, and refining my positioning to align with my long term vision. It's a very operations focused year for my business, and that's the right decision for us to set us up for more scalable growth in the future. All right. I hope you've enjoyed this glimpse behind the scenes of my business. I hope that you've been able to take a few things away that you can apply to yours. And I want to encourage you to really think about what CEO moves you can make. Okay. So sit with that. Ask yourself the same question I started the episode with. If another CEO came into your business, what would they do? What are the immediate shifts that they would make? Think about those things and then be that CEO and make them happen. If you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, subscribe and leave a five-star review. And if you send me a screenshot of that review, I'll give you free access to my CEO scorecard. This is the same tool I use with my multiple six and seven-figure clients to help them up-level their role as CEO and achieve massive results. This resource is typically available exclusively to clients in my coaching program, The Elevate Effect. If you're ready to learn how to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business, head over to katherinebinkley.com forward slash The Elevate Effect and join us to reach your next level of success.